name's Aaron And he had a master plan He had a friend His name's Merlin And that's where it all began Complete recovery Welcome to another fantabulous episode of The Complete Story I'm Chuck Kravanek. And I'm Miles Jensen. And today we have uh, with us, it's a great pleasure to speak with Joey Aguilar. Did I pronounce that right, Joey? You did. All right. Hey, I'm getting good at this. (laughs) (laughs) The newest CFO, uh, Chief Financial Officer here with Complete Recovery. So welcome, Joey. Yeah, good to be here. Uh, We're glad to have you here. Well, well, we like to always start out by just uh, having you tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. How far you want me to go back? Oh, back to the early days. Of <laughs> when you were born. <laughs> well, okay, uh, well here's my opening um, question. Are you from Utah? No, not from Utah. Uh, I uh, was born and raised in a town called Livermore, California. It's in the East Bay area, right outside of Oakland and San Francisco. Uh, so uh, born and raised there. Uh, went to school out in Utah, so that was uh, that was kind of my first introduction to uh, to the Wasatch Front, um, and uh, I went to BYU. Uh, met my wife out there, and we uh, uh, we stayed here locally for oh I don't know about fifteen years. Um, I graduated in uh, accounting, so started my career with Enterprise Rent a Car, uh, doing accounting and. Uh, various other things for them. Uh, for a long time, I was uh, I was one of the only ones who could speak Spanish in one of our areas. So I got I got to do a lot of stuff that I normally wouldn't have got to d- to do along with accounting. But uh, so I did that for for quite a while. And uh, and about I think I think it was two thousand and four. I had uh, a bit of a quarter life crisis and uh, quit my job and decided I wanted to enter the. the world of uh, online selling. Uh, eBay was brand new back then. And so I started a business and uh, and learned all the things that you're not supposed to do when you start a business. <laughs> so what were you selling? Oh my gosh, whatever people would bring me. It was okay. basically like a, it, I had a, a brick and mortar store. So so what I did is I, 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 again, I did a lot of things you shouldn't have done. I signed a lease on a storefront. I bought a car so I could put the logo on the car um, put up a bunch of fancy posters and, uh, money into a logo. I just did so many bad things, but I was just so excited to get going. (laughs) That's right. Um, that lasted for about a year. Uh, but again, learned a lot of great lessons, uh, at the time, uh, not just, uh, you know, running a small business, but just business principles in general. Um, and, uh, and, uh, learn, and, and we, continued to do it kind of on the on the side as uh my wife especially uh using some of those principles we learned uh with a very low overhead uh, but but using kind of um the same principles uh having selling things for people online so it was a lot of fun it, it's been kind of a side hobby uh Great. for a while yeah so um after after that worked for a company called l3 communications they were also located here in uh salt lake city they sold uh, driver and maritime simulators, so got to uh, dip into the world of software development and uh, hardware development, and uh, and then uh, then from there I got uh, hired on to be the CFO of a company called Cedar Band Enterprises, 
and uh, and they were a Native American-owned company located in Cedar City, Utah, where uh, they did a lot of telecommunication work, but mainly work with the government. Uh, so that was a really unique uh, opportunity to kind of blend the corporate um, corporate world with a social twist to it. Um, you know, a lot of the uh, all of the profits uh, from from that company went straight to the. Uh, Cedar Band of Paiute Indians. So it was it was really cool to be a part of uh, not only building a company but also building something better for the community. Because uh, yeah. at that time there was uh, a lack of funding for uh, schooling, education, uh, after school programs, community programs, um, and one of the goals of the company was to was to grow and develop leaders. Uh, and they partner with the SBA uh, to do that. So, so that was really interesting. And being, uh, you know, the, the company had a board of directors, which was also the tribal council for the Cedar Band of Indians. So it was, it was a super unique dynamic. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and around the uh, time that we were really, uh, we had passed a lot of audits uh, with the federal governments. So we were able to do more business with them. Um, I had kind of, it had kind of run its course and around that time Comcast came calling and, uh, and was able to, uh, um, get a, get a position with them up here in Salt Lake city. So moved from Cedar city back up to Salt Lake city. Um, and, uh, which is where I got to start working with miles That's right. uh, and Merlin and, uh, and, uh, a lot of the folks that are here with complete recovery. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that's, that kind of, uh, led us to Comcast and, uh, gosh, uh, we, we had a, an amazing uh, run, I think, in with with that team. I, I'd say that team that we had in Salt Lake with the Mountain Region of Comcast. That was probably one of the best teams I've ever been yeah. on. I don't know if you feel the same, Miles. Totally agree. That was it. Was when uh, Google bought the the telecommunications company in Provo for a buck or something like that, mm-hmm. and and just the competition and the team came together, and it was, yeah, probably one of the the best teams I've seen. Yeah. Like, Next yeah. to the one we've got here. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course, of course. So I'm, I'm new, so I'm still learning. <laughs> You'll <laughs> the, find the it's jury's, the same way here. The jury's sure. still out Even on though Chuck. I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, um, and, and then I, I was with Comcast for about eight years, moved um, from, uh, from Salt Lake uh, to Houston, uh, was there in Houston for three years, doing a similar role as the CFO for, for that region, uh, moved to Philadelphia, um, was there for, uh, oh, about a year, year and a half, uh, working with Comcast business specifically in a similar finance leadership role. And, uh, and then had a project again, I got to work with miles. Yeah. Uh, so we, we moved back to the West division and Comcast and worked on some, uh, Comcast business customer operations, uh, project to kind of transform that. And, um, and then, uh, and that was kind of a, project that had a shelf life of 12 months and if uh, if we couldn't find another role within the company um we were gonna we we're gonna part ways so the shot clock expired and right before COVID hit yeah <laughs> and here we are yes although you've mm-hmm. had another step yeah after that, but. yeah 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 we uh we were in, we were back in houston at that point and uh and that was uh, yeah so there was a local company huntsman uh, huntsman corporation uh chemical corporation uh they uh yeah work work with them for about a year um, it was interesting industry. It was just, wasn't a great fit. And, uh, and so it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, I'd been talking to you and Marlin and, uh, and so that was, uh, it was just a good time to, yeah. to make the change to, to complete recovery. Well, we're glad you did. Yeah. And yeah. so you guys both speak Spanish, huh? We do. Claro que sí. 
Joey probably a little better than I do. I'm <laughs> a little more rusty. I don't know about that. As you know, it's my goal to move to Spain. So I, is it I'm really? I have to learn. All right. it. So well, Miles that's where is I the guy. Mine, so yeah. I'll tell y'all. Miles at least is the southern guy. Spain. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, you're the CFO now, and you and you you went. Your degree was in accounting. Yeah, accounting. Yep. Why accounting? Why accounting? Well, my mom was an accountant. Um, she was uh, she was a bookkeeper kind of had a bunch of side jobs when we were growing up. She, she never graduated college, but she learned how to do it and did it and uh, helped pay the bills that way. Um, and I guess the way that I thought about it was I knew that it was something that all businesses needed. Uh, and if I could couple that with a personality, <laughs> which is debatable if I have a personality or not, and, and other types of business acumen, it's, it's something that, uh, that is transferable kind of all over the place. So I never wanted to be a bookkeeper. I never wanted to be, um, uh, you know, a CPA or working at a CPA a firm. bean it counter. That's what I something think they're like called. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was, yeah, so that was kind of the, it was just a good, you know, and if the worst case scenario, that's what would I what what I could do uh, to pay the bills. That then that was kind of in my mind. That was why I wanted to do it. It was you know it's kind of in my blood. My mom did it. My grandpa did it. Um, and uh, and then it was also um, I think you know it's one of the it's the language of business. I think is what uh, is what they teach you in school. So that's uh, that was kind of what uh, what drove me to to go there. Awesome. Just a different question. Um, you've been with Complete Recovery now a week and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You started last week. Um, what are your first initial impressions and, and your thoughts? I w- maybe share a little bit of why you came here. I think it'll tie into maybe some of your first impressions too. Yeah, I'd say first impressions uh, and, and talk to this, uh, talk to Merlin about this yesterday. Um, there's just so much good happening here right now. Um, it feels like, uh, there was a lot of heavy lifting that took place to get complete recovery to this point, whether it was, you know, working with, uh, Comcast uh, years and years and years of work. And you, I likened it to kind of a snowball getting pushed down the mountain and rolling down the hill. There's a, there's a, a slow accumulations. And, and now I feel like it's rolling pretty fast now. It might, it might've taken a while, but, but a lot of the systems, a lot of the people, um, a lot of the, um, a lot of the, the work that's been done working with the clients, you know, those are all, um, key building blocks for a company like this. That's a smaller company, but, but ready to burst like that. That's just, that's just the feeling that I'm getting in the energy around, uh, whether it's a walk on the floor or hearing the, um, uh, you know, the client relation team, the executive team, uh, whether it's through acquisitions or working with current clients, there's, there's just a lot of great things happening here. You know, there's not a lot of, uh, not, not a lot of gloom and doom and, you know, some, it, it, it can, it can vary different places you go to the attitude and, and maybe it was gloom and doom two weeks ago. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but for now I, I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's, it's positive activity is what, is what I'm seeing. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I guess, uh, and I guess for why I wanted to come here too, I think, uh, you know, there's always a, um, a mix of personal and, 
and business uh, when you're making a decision like this. And and I think, uh, you know, I was, I had a really comfortable uh, role with a company that live, you know, my drive was 10 minutes from my house, uh, which in Houston, Texas is, is extremely rare, which yeah. is where, where the family lives right now. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was uh, a very ideal life and position, but but again, it wasn't something that was, you know, really giving me a ton of uh, happiness or, or satisfaction. It was, it was more of the, you know, driving into work and collecting a paycheck. And that's, I don't know, that's just not something that I want to be doing right now. And I, I, I was there for a year and I thought, you know, I'd, I'd give that a shot. And, uh, and it, uh, and it's still, that really hadn't changed after about a year. So, so I think, uh, you know, with my wife really noticed that and, you know, we've got some older kids uh, that are getting into college and, 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 and probably are, are going to be coming out here to Utah to go to college. So, so I, I think eventually the kids were going to probably move out here uh, on their own. And, and we didn't anticipate making this uh, decision or a, a move back to Utah uh, quite yet. But, but this was a really great opportunity, you know, from a work perspective. And it, it's kind of going to check the boxes from a personal perspective, too. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's good when things line up that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so CFO, what do what do you anticipate you you're, you can add or be able to accomplish as C, CFO? That, so when you go home at the end of the day, you're going to say, "Man, I made a difference today." Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's uh, not just all about the numbers, which I think most people. Uh, equate that to the numbers, uh, you know, and I think that I, I still have a lot to learn as far as the operations of the of the business. You know, I'm sitting in a couple of meetings, just starry eyed, hearing all the things you guys are talking about. Been there, and, done that. Oh my goodness, uh, you know, and, and I even kind of know the space. Uh, I'm not an expert, but uh, but it's still uh, a lot to learn, um, and I think that's the most important part is uh, is is really learning which which I you know I've heard both you uh, Chuck and Miles talk about the business and you guys know it really well and hope to get there but but I think that's a, a real key whenever you're making decisions and impacting you know your your uh, employees lives your team members lives your customers lives uh, if you don't understand the business and and really what's happening I think uh, I think you're really um, you're really off the mark and you're and you're not focused on the right thing so so I think that's uh that's kind of step number one is understanding the business uh, and uh, where we're where we were at, where we're at today, and where we want to go to. Um, and uh, you know, I think when when you when you worry about those things uh, and put those priorities ahead of uh, you know, are we going to make an extra one percent of profit this month or not? Uh, you know, the the profits come when when those other boxes are checked. When you're really satisfying your customers' needs, when your employees are happy. Um, and your, uh, your team members are happy, uh, that I think that makes a successful CFO. I think there's, um, I think there's other things from, uh, you know, maybe a different set of eyes coming in. Um, I think, uh, I think we're, we're in the middle of looking at, you know, how, how are we going to grow and how do we accelerate growth and a lot of different options there. And, and I think, uh, you know, I've been through, I've been through a couple of those, uh, on both sides being acquired and also acquiring companies and doing those transitions. So, so I think as we, as we look to grow, I think that's something that I've been a part of in the past, whether it's growing a company from 10 million to 50 million or growing, you know, regions and Comcast, uh, by 15 to 20%, which, which wasn't, uh, wasn't something that happened every day. And I, and, 
being seeing how that was done. Um, I think that perspective um, hopefully will help uh, augment the team and, and the needs here. Awesome. Well, I'm going to turn it to a little bit, a little lighter conversation. Okay. Tell, um, I, I know, I know you pretty well. I've known you for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing that I want you to share, but I, I'm going to ask this question. Is <laughs> so you want to, you want to, you want me to say something? With <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to see if I can ask the right question yeah, to get how you, you to ask it. So okay. in high school, what was one of your hobbies that maybe somebody doesn't normally do? Uh, okay. Um, well, I'm a big. Sp- sports nerd uh love to watch it um play it uh study it um and uh so i played all the sports uh, in high school uh but one of the more unique sports that i played is uh in my high school did have one of these teams was a uh, rodeo team uh so my uh, some of my family roots go back to star valley wyoming my both sets of grandparents out there were uh horse ranchers, cattle ranchers, uh, and, uh, we would go up there every summer and, uh, and go, uh, go play cowboy. I kind of grew up in the city in California. Right. So, uh, so I was we going to say they we, had a rodeo team yeah. in Livermore, well, California. Livermore, California. <laughs> Our mascot is the, we're, we're the Livermore Cowboys. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we, we definitely, Livermore definitely has a long tradition of agriculture and, and, uh, and cowboys. So, uh, so yeah, we, and so, but I wasn't super into it, but one summer we just kind of, me and my cousins decided to to hop on a bull in the rodeo and we we paid the $35 entry fee. They didn't care what <laughs> if we had ever ridden a bull in the past. It was just so informal and uh, unbelievable at the time. But, uh, and I think I was only 16 years old too. I, I don't know if I told them I was 16 or not, but... <laughs> Uh, but all three of us signed up and, uh, and, and man, I don't know if, uh, you've ever been on a bull before Chuck, but, um, but it Not is even uh, a mechanical <laughs> one, <laughs> but it's, uh, it is one of the, just the adrenaline pumping and the high that you get. And so I, I, I lasted, uh, I lasted one and a half seconds, my first ride. Uh, and I also, uh, and I also, that was the most serious injury that I had ever gotten riding a bull too. Uh, the bull just flipped me in the air a couple of times and I landed on the ground and, uh, and his back legs clipped the back of my head and landed square on my left hand. Ah. And, uh, and when I got up and ran to the shoots, I just, I just kind of grabbed onto the shoots and I looked at my left hand and I didn't see my middle finger there. It was just complete. It was, it was, I couldn't see it. It was gone. And I just passed out. I didn't know what, what happened after that. But, uh, but, uh, my mom took some video and you could see my, uh, my uncle from behind the shoots lived like just dragged me like a sack of potatoes over the shoots to get me back there. Uh, but yeah, I had to uh, completely, your hands. I, you've got, uh, well, you've I, got all your fingers. I've got, I, there, yeah. The middle finger's there right now. I've got a big old scar and I've got, uh, I've got so a couple it was of, still attached. It was still attached okay. to, but it was a compound fracture. It had oh, been kind of so shoved probably. down into the palm of my hand. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was <laughs> Sorry, audience. Pretty, <laughs> pretty brutal. Right now. It was pretty brutal. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, uh, they, put it all back together again with uh, with some plates and some and screws. And then you went on to keep riding. I did. Uh, <laughs> amazingly, it was, again, like you can't replicate that feeling. I you know, I uh I mean, I'm sure you can with some illegal activity, but um <laughs> but uh, but riding a bull was I guess my my form of uh 
of, of high, if you want to call it that way. So, so yeah, I went, uh, I think I waited a month after I had surgery and all that and, uh, and got back on, I was on the high school rodeo team and did some, uh, quote unquote professional bull riding, uh, after that. Um, but, uh, but that only lasted a couple of years because it's really expensive when you don't win a lot of money, uh, bull riding, you have to pay for hotel rooms and entry fees and gas money and, yeah, I, I, uh, I fell off way more than I stayed on eight seconds. So, but it was, it was a blast. I loved it. Yeah. So cowboy CFO. I mean, I'd like yeah, that. Pretty impressive. I like, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, you know, play, I'll my, bring the boots. You know, my degree is in meat and animal science and genetics. Oh, okay. So I, I grew up on farms myself. I wanted to be a farmer. just didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. But I never got on the animals. Mm. <laughs> you should have tried it, we man. Just, we just milked them. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The milk cows are the craziest. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Fun fact, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do you time wanna, time yeah. for the... Okay. Joey, we've got a feature here that you might know. We've got a feature called Chuck's Fast Five, mm. where I give you five pairs of words, and you pick the first one that comes into your mind out of okay. those pairs. Okay, ready? Cats or dogs? Dogs. Good answer. Hot <laughs> or cold? Hot. Okay. We'll let Merlin know. Uh, turkey or ham? Turkey. All right. Coming right up. Vanilla or chocolate? Vanilla. Ah, good one. <laughs> Rain or snow? Rain. 100%. Okay. And here's one for the uh, CFO. Euros or francs? Euros. Ah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so that that's it so it's great getting to know you uh, like as i mentioned i you and i have known each other for a while but yeah. um it's great to to have you here we're really excited and um looking forward to to the future working together and and creating even more greatness here so that's right it's really been a pleasure let's yeah. do another podcast soon yeah, i love we this will. yeah all right <laughs> have a good day thanks and that's the complete story. It's made up of you and, me. and we're sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs>